0: Fight back with Libby's Nimer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown.
1: Libby returns tomorrow after a long weekend away. Are you staying at home to look after a loved one? And how are you managing with your finances? This is becoming a bigger and bigger issue for more and more Canadians as we age right across the country. And we want to hear from you on this. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And remember, on the radio... You are anonymous. It turns out caregivers may be leaving money on the table when it comes to tax time. Evelyn Jacks is the president of the Knowledge Bureau, and she joins us with some valuable information. Hi, Evelyn. Hi there. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Let's talk about what caregivers are entitled to when it comes to tax time.
2: Well, there are three a basic credits that are available on the tax return that people are missing out on. And because they're so broad-based, that means that just about everyone has these, Uh, it's really worthwhile for people to save the receipts and see if they can make a claim on their tax return. So the first one is a medical expense tax credit. And uh, that can be claimed for people in your nuclear family, uh, your spouse, uh, your children or grandchildren who may be dependent on you. But medical expenses can also be claimed for parents or grandparents, uh, even brothers, sisters, uncles, and aunts, nieces, nephews, people who you might be taking care of because they're really ill. And medical expenses are based on 3%. It's actually the total expenses that you've got or uh, the uh, uh, amount over 3% of your net income. So that makes it complicated. Who claims them? It's generally the person with the lower net income who gets the best claim.
1: Okay, Uh, so give us an example of of what um, that might add up to or what kind of expenses we could be talking about.
2: Well, we could be talking about attendant care or nursing home care, things like ambulance fees, eye uh-huh. uh, IGOS's dental work, hearing aids, and even batteries for hearing aids, uh, service animals, including uh, recently added, we have psychiatric service uh, uh, animals for people with very severe anxiety. Payments to medical doctors and chiropractors and even naturopaths Uh, physiotherapies. So um, there's a very long list Mm -hmm. of medical practitioners and expenditures that people have that they're missing out on regularly. And the good news is that we can actually go back and make claims for missed uh, expenditures all the way back 10 years. So if you found that you've missed something significant, it might be worthwhile going back to see if there's some gold in those old tax returns.
1: You mentioned uh, off the top that there were three tax credits. So the medical expenses is one of the three, and there are are two others? Yes, the The disability tax credit amount is
2: one that we've heard about in the news uh, in the last year or so. There's been some real controversy about CRA disallowing uh, diabetics who were using uh, the disability tax credit. They've since backed down, by the way. But basically, it's an amount that um, in 2017 was over $8,000 again this year, and there's a supplement for children under the age of 18 of just under $5,000, so it's quite lucrative. In real dollar terms, for many families, that's close to $2,000 a year. And it's for people who have a severe and a prolonged impairment in their mental or physical functions. And it's for a condition that's permanent and began at any time during the year. So we find quite often people who um, are cancer patients or who have um, chronic diseases like Alzheimer's disease, Um, perhaps they don't qualify yet, But now that the condition uh, is progressing and becomes severe and prolonged, they may qualify in the future. So going back to your doctor to have a form, uh, it's called a T2201 disability tax credit form completed, is a good idea. And by the way, charges for that form will be claimable as a medical expense.
1: Okay, and you can claim this on your tax return if you are a full-time caregiver or even part-time? Or is it it related to your personal income? Yeah, so uh, it is basically for the person who is the patient or someone
2: who is taking care of a dependent who can be uh, a child or a dependent adult or it can also be a spouse. So it's actually not related to your income other than you have to have taxes payable in order to claim benefits from the disability tax credit.
1: Right, I understand. And if I'm not asking a question of Evelyn and you're a caregiver and you have a specific question about your tax return, please give us a call for 163600740 or toll free 1866 740 4740 Evelyn Jacks at the Knowledge Bureau and the third tax credit you referenced.
2: Well, it's Uh, is a tax credit that was given a new name in 2017, so that's the tax return that you just got finished filing this spring. It's called the Canada Caregiver Credit, and it was a combo of three old credits. They were the Family Caregiver Tax Credit, the Caregiver Tax Credit, and the Credit for Infirm Adults. Now, basically, um, you get two types of credits. There's what I call a mini-tax credit of $2,150 for a minor child or someone for whom you're claiming a spousal amount. Um, The term can also be to someone who is an equivalent to spouse claim on your tax return. And then there's a larger amount of 6883, and that was if you were claiming um, someone who is over the age of 18 or there was a supplemental calculation for supporting uh, an infirm spouse. These caregiver tax credits used to require that you lived with the dependent no longer. And um, what you really have to know is the difference between someone who's infirm and someone who's disabled in order to claim them.
1: Okay. Uh, We have a question for you, Evelyn. Let's go to Adele and Vaughn. Adele, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio.
2: Oh, thank you very much for taking my call. Um, I uh, am a caregiver of uh, my son, who is 41 years old, uh, confined to a wheelchair. He was born with cerebral palsy. Um, I was working uh, about... Twenty years ago until I had to quit my job and stay home because on top of his disability, he came down with kidney failure. But um, every time we did go out and do our taxes, I, I, I never did think that there was ever some sort of compensation that I would be able to get. I, myself, am suffering with arthritis and various ailments. Um, Would I be an eligible uh, person to go ahead and apply for this tax credit? Certainly your son, sounds like he would qualify for the Disability Tax Credit. The way to know for sure is to take Form T-2201, the Disability Tax Credit Certificate, which you can download from CRA's website. Take it to your doctor and have your doctor or now a nurse practitioner can also sign the form for you. CRA will take a look at that and then they'll also send it through their own medical tribunal to determine whether or not you're going to be eligible. So I would definitely do that. Okay, Adele.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for your help. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank
0: you. Bye-bye.
1: And how should you, Evelyn, uh, make sure you're using um, the right type of service, Uh, somebody who can help you with your taxes, so you know you're taking full advantage of what's offered? Yes that's a very good question because um you know you don't want to be working with someone who's going
2: to be charging you a percentage of what you get back in fact uh there was a private members uh, bill i think back in 2014 that that um was passed and uh you know outlawed some of the unscrupulous people who were filing for these credits. You want to go to uh, uh, a uh, tax specialist, someone who's well-versed in the matter and who can take a look at the combination of these three um, different tax credits because, as I mentioned, for some you look at the combined income of husband and wife. Uh, For others you look at uh, whether or not you've got a progressive uh, disease and certainly you want someone who can represent you in case uh, the government comes back and audits you. The last thing you're looking for is someone who has the wherewithal to go back in that statute of limitations period of 10 years to recover these lucrative credits if you've missed them. In the case of the disability tax credit, if you miss them for 10 years, it could be a five-figure
1: amount that comes back to you. Evelyn, a very informative discussion, thank you. My pleasure. Evelyn Jax is the president of the Knowledge Bureau.